0: Hey, Bible Y'all. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bible Y'all podcast for Tuesday, November 28th. Happy Make Your Own Head Day, which is actually all about art projects. But hey, wish I could. If making my own head was an option, you think I'd be toting around this rock? It's too small for one thing, and it looks funny sitting on top of somebody big as me. Even the squaw's head's bigger than mine. Her mama used to call me Buttonhead. A hat off a normal person is like a five gallon bucket on me. And a half century of hurting myself has totally jacked up my spine, or as my chiropractor calls it, his boat payment. So my head actually sits a little bit off center. If you look close, you can see it. It's weird. But Bible y'all Paul, you might say. Is there some reason you think all two dozen of us want to hear about your grotesquely misshapen head? No. No there's not, but the calendar people don't always leave me much to work with. Like today is also Turkey Leftover Day, which is meant to encourage you to eat up all your leftover Thanksgiving turkey, which I'm on board. I thought everybody already loved Thanksgiving turkey. That's like trying to talk me into not hitting myself in the head with a hammer. Today is also National French Toast Day, except in France where they just call it toast. This holiday is trying to get us to eat basically candy-coated fried bread which is good eating, but it's down the road and around the corner from healthy. Probably oughta throw in a big old bowl of Lucky Charms and some chocolate milk as part of that balanced breakfast. Today also happens to be Giving Tuesday, which is meant to be a counter to the recent extended shopping weekend we just went through. So instead of conforming to the covetous spirit of the age, how about we go the whole other direction? And rather than fighting over false idols, we do like this YouTuber dude I saw and go to Walmart and pay for somebody else's groceries and then just vanish before they catch you. That'd be awesome. Our reading for today is Daniel 5, 1-31, 2 Peter 2, 1-22, Psalm 119, 113-128, and Proverbs 28, 19 and 20. So if y'all are ready, of course that dude got kicked out of Walmart for buying people's groceries. So... At least we know how to make the beast system mad, I guess. But before we get to the reading, let's me and the squad do a review of yesterday's study. Okay, so yesterday, on the 27th, in the Old Testament, we read Daniel chapter 4, 1 through 37. And I forgot to tell y'all the other day that in the middle of chapter 2, Daniel switches over to Aramaic from Hebrew. Because that's the language of Babylon, thus the language of the world, And that's where Daniel starts prophesying about the world and not Israel. And he'll switch back to Hebrew in chapter 7. But right now, we're still in Aramaic. And this chapter, chapter 4, was written by King Nebuchadnezzar. Because he goes through something pretty rough. God puts him through it, actually. And the end result is, it brings the king back to God. Again, for the third time. After he recovers, he says, I thought it good to shew the signs and wonders that the high God hath wrought toward me. So there I was at rest in mine house and flourishing in my palace. And I had another scary dream. And I called in all them worthless 900 line psychics that I should have killed off a long time ago. (laughs) And none of them frauds could interpret it for me. So I figured better call Daniel. And here's what I told him. I saw and behold a tree in the midst of the earth and the height thereof was great. The height thereof reached unto heaven and everybody in the world could see it from wherever they were. The leaves thereof were fair. And the fruit thereof much, and in it was meat for all. The beasts of the field had shadow under it, and the fowls of the heaven dwelt in the boughs thereof, and all flesh was fed of it. So, obviously, this tree is me, King Neb, because I'm pretty great. Everybody in any part of the world that matters got their eyes on me, and I feed and protect and take care of everybody. So that's me. I'm a tree. (laughs) I'm a tree. But then a watcher comes down from heaven like an angel. And my understanding is a watcher is either just the Aramaic word for angel or the watchers were a specific class of angels with a specific job, but I don't know enough about that. But whenever one of them needs to speak with you, it's either really good or really bad. They never come over just to watch the game. (laughs) And this dude cried aloud and said, cut down this tree, shake off the fruit, run off all these birds and animals and rake the leaves up when you're done. Nevertheless, leave the stump of his roots in the earth even with a band of iron and brass in the tender grass of the field and let it be wet with the dew of heaven and let his portion be with the beasts and the grass of the earth. He's saying, leave the stump. Don't totally kill it. And either put a band of iron and brass around it so that it won't split and die or put an iron and brass fence around it so nobody comes near it with a stump grinder. Oh. Not sure. Either way, protect it. Let it have water from the rain and eat whatever wild trees eat. Leave it alone, in other words. And then we kind of change the metaphor up a little bit. And it says, let his heart be changed from man's and let a beast's heart be given unto him and let seven times pass over him. Neb says the angel, you're going to go mad for seven years and we're doing this to you so that you and the living may know that the most high ruleth the kingdom of men and giveth it to whomsoever he will and setteth up over it the basest of men. And Daniel was troubled and didn't want to tell King Neb what was up. But finally, he's like, this is bad. And he gave him the interpretation and said, after you go mad, you're going to get driven out of the palace and you're going to live in the woods like a wild animal. And thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field and they shall make thee to eat grass as oxen and they shall wet thee with the dew of heaven and seven times shall pass over thee till you can get it in your head that God is the ruler of all of it. And he's the only reason you're king at all. And in verse 27, Daniel says, so maybe repent of your sins and iniquities, if it may be a lengthening of thy tranquility. Get some time off for good behavior, maybe. Mm -hmm. And in verse 28, it seems like Daniel wrote this section, or maybe King Neb wrote about himself in the third person for some reason. But I think Daniel took over and said, all this came upon the King Nebuchadnezzar. Twelve months later, Neb was walking around the palace and said, look how cool this Babylon is that I have built by the might of my power and for the honor of my majesty. And before he could get the words out of his mouth, there fell a voice from heaven saying, O King Nebuchadnezzar, the kingdom is departed from thee. And all that madness we was just talking about took a hold of him. Verse 33 says, The same hour was the thing fulfilled upon Nebuchadnezzar, and he was driven from men, and did eat grass as oxen, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven, till his hairs were grown like eagle's feathers and his nails like bird's claws. And some people think, That this verse means that within an hour, Neb was literally changed into some kind of inhuman bird monster, like a werewolf, but a bird, like a (laughs) were-chicken. And maybe, that'd be pretty cool, but that's not what it says. It says within an hour, he goes nuts enough that the rest of them chase him off, and he ends up living like an animal in the woods. His hair and nails grew out, but not like instantly. Then seven years later, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up mine eyes unto heaven, and mine understanding returned unto me. And I blessed the Most High, and all my counselors and my lords welcomed me home, and I got to be king again. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of Heaven. I bet you do.
1: Just a couple things that I noticed when I was looking. So now, the seven seasons could be three and a half years, according to uh, some of my research. Babylon only counted two seasons. They counted summer and winter. And the king was given 12 months to stop oppressing the poor. Daniel tells him to break off his sins and iniquity by showing mercy to the
0: poor. And then in the New Testament, we read 2 Peter 1, 1-21. We started a new book, and it's the second letter by Peter to the same people he was writing to last time. And he probably wrote this sometime between AD 65 and 68, and I'm not sure if he was in prison, but he was certainly in trouble, and he knew he was probably going to be executed, which he was, by Nero, sometime before AD 68. And he wrote this letter to address some false teachers that were beginning to infiltrate the churches, and he wanted Christians to be strong in their faith so they wouldn't fall for the apostasy. And he starts out with a quick gospel summary, like they always do, to stress the validity of Christ. Then he says, "...besides all the promises of God to the faithful, you should diligently add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. Because if you got all those in you, ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Otherwise, he that lacketh these things is blind, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. That's why I'm writing this letter, to remind y'all of that. It's my job, long as I'm in this tabernacle, to help y'all out. Soon, I'm getting run out of this tabernacle. But till then, y'all are stuck with me. He says, after my decease. And I think I read after my decrease yesterday, but he says after my decease. I'll have to go back and check. And in verse 16, he says he's telling you all this because we ain't making this Jesus stuff up. We were there. We saw it all go down. He received from God the Father honor and glory when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. We were there when it happened on the Holy Mount. We also have prophecy and no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. It is what it is. It ain't different for somebody else. It's the same for everybody. That's what cults and false teachers do. They say, yea, hath God said? No, that's not what God meant. And does that sound familiar? Uh He says, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Again, we ain't making this up.
1: My narrative on this portion of scripture, we have been given great and precious promises that cover all that pertains to life and godliness, or piety. We can partake of Jesus' divine nature by knowing him. He rescues us from corruption. So, we have this divine nature at our disposal. So, let's be fruitful and make our calling sure by adding over and above the following. To faith, or confidence in God, add virtue, moral excellence, to that confidence in God and be changed by it. To virtue, add knowledge. We are not mindless in our pursuit to know God and be holy. To knowledge, add temperance. What good is knowledge without self-control in its application? To temperance, add patience. Frustrated self-control won't get it. Patient that God is at work. To patience, add godliness. Don't brag about your patience, but attend to God's will. To godliness, add brotherly kindness. Attending to God's will doesn't leave our brothers in the cold. To brotherly kindness, add charity or love. Be kind, expecting nothing in return. Do it as unto the Lord. And now we are full circle, because faith works by love. Integrity and wholeness by the grace of God. And we get to participate in the process.
0: And in Psalms, we read Psalm 119, 97 through 112. And we start with the letter Mem. And he's praising the law and the word of God. He says, Oh, how love I the law. It is my meditation all the day. It's all I can think about. Thou, through thy commandments, hast made me wiser than mine enemies. I have more understanding than all my teachers. I understand more than the ancients, because I kept thy precepts. And the next section starts with the letter None, And that's a pretty famous verse. It says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. And I notice that a lamp on your feet helps you take the next step, but it doesn't show you the whole journey or the destination or what's in the woods all around you. It shows you what you need to see right now. And that's kind of reiterated a little bit in verse 109, where it says, My soul is continually in thy hand, as if protected. In one ten, The wicked have laid a snare for me, but I ain't stepping in it, because your light shows me where to put my feet.
1: Amen. And yeah, so we just read in Second Peter, How to Be Fruitful. In the Lord, and make our calling sure, there's light for our steps.
0: And in Proverbs, we read Proverbs 28, 17, and 18. And these two kind of go together. A man that doeth violence to the blood of any person shall flee to the pit. Let no man stay him. Whoso walketh uprightly shall be saved. But he that is perverse in his ways shall fall at once. And the meaning of that's kind of obvious to me. Live at peace with everybody and live longer.
1: Yeah, and part of the armor in Ephesians 6 shoes to walk in peace.
0: But that's the end of our review of yesterday's study. Thanks for your help, babe. Our reading in the Old Testament for November 28th is Daniel 5, 1-31. Belshazzar the king made a great feast to a thousand of his lords, and drank wine before the thousand. Belshazzar, whilst he tasted the wine, commanded to bring the golden and silver vessels which his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken out of the temple which was in Jerusalem that the king and his princes, his wives, and his concubines might drink therein. Then they brought the golden vessels that were taken out of the temple of the house of God, which was at Jerusalem, and the king and his princes, his wives, and his concubines drank in them. They drank wine and praised the gods of gold and of silver, of brass, of iron, of wood, and of stone. In the same hour came forth fingers of a man's hand and wrote over against the candlestick upon the plaster of the king's wall of the king's palace. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. Then the king's countenance was changed, and his thoughts troubled him, so that the joints of his loins were loosed, and his knees smote one against the other. The king cried aloud to bring in the astrologers, the Chaldeans, and the soothsayers. And the king spake and said to the wise men of Babylon, Whosoever shall read this writing, and shew me the interpretation thereof, shall be clothed with scarlet, and have a chain of gold about his neck, and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom." Then came in all the king's wise men, but they could not read the writing, nor make known to the king the interpretation thereof. Then was king Belshazzar greatly troubled, and his countenance was changed in him, and his lords were astonished. Now the queen, by reason of the words of the king and his lords, came into the banquet house. And the queen spake and said, O king, live forever. Let not thy thoughts trouble thee, nor let thy countenance be changed. There is a man in thy kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods." And in the days of thy father light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, was found in him, whom the king Nebuchadnezzar, thy father the king, I say thy father, made master of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers, forasmuch as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpreting of dreams, and shewing of hard sentences, and dissolving of doubts, were found in the same Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar. Now let Daniel be called, and he will shew the interpretation." Then was Daniel brought in before the king, and the king spake and said unto Daniel, Art thou that Daniel, which art of the children of the captivity of Judah, whom the king my father brought out of Jewry? I have even heard of thee, that the spirit of the gods is in thee, and that light and understanding and excellent wisdom is found in thee. And now the wise men, the astrologers, have been brought in before me, that they should read this writing, and make known unto me the interpretation thereof. But they could not shew the interpretation of the thing, and I have heard of thee, That thou canst make interpretations, and dissolve doubts. Now if thou canst read the writing, and make known to me the interpretation thereof, thou shalt be clothed with scarlet, and have a chain of gold about thy neck, and shalt be the third ruler in the kingdom. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, Let thy gifts be to thyself, and give thy rewards to another. Yet I will read the writing unto the king, and make known to him the interpretation." O thou king, the most high God gave Nebuchadnezzar thy father a kingdom, and majesty, and glory, and honor. And for the majesty that he gave him, all people, nations, and languages trembled and feared before him. Whom he would, he slew, and whom he would, he kept alive. And whom he would, he set up, and whom he would, he put down. But when his heart was lifted up, and his mind hardened in pride, he was deposed from his kingly throne, and they took his glory from him. And he was driven from the sons of men, and his heart was made like the beasts, and his dwelling was with the wild asses. They fed him with grass like oxen, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven, till he knew that the Most High God ruled in the kingdom of men, and that he appointeth over it whomsoever he will. And thou his son, O Belshazzar, hast not humbled thine heart, though thou knewest all this, but hast lifted up thyself against the Lord of heaven. And they have brought the vessels of his house before thee, And thou and thy lords, thy wives and thy concubines, have drunk wine in them, and thou hast praised the gods of silver and gold, of brass, iron, wood, and stone, which see not, nor hear, nor know. And the God in whose hand thy breath is, and whose are all thy ways, hast thou not glorified. Then was the part of the hand sent from him, and this writing was written. And this is the writing that was written. Mini Mini tekel, ufarsin. This is the interpretation of the thing. Mini God hath numbered thy kingdom, and finished it. Tekel, thou art weighed in the balances, and art found wanting. Perez, thy kingdom is divided, and given to the Medes and Persians. Then commanded Belshazzar, and they clothed Daniel with scarlet, and put a chain of gold about his neck, and made a proclamation concerning him, that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. In that night was Belshazzar the king of the Chaldeans slain, and Darius the Median took the kingdom, being about threescore and two years old. Our reading in the New Testament for November 28th is Second 2 Peter 2, 1-22. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction, and many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of, and through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment, and spared not the old world, but saved Noah the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an ensample unto those that after should live ungodly, whereas angels which are greater in power and might bring not railing accusation against them before the Lord. But these as natural brute beasts made to be taken and destroyed speak evil of the things that they understand not and shall utterly perish in their own corruption and shall receive the reward of unrighteousness as they that count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. Spots they are and blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you having eyes full of adultery, and that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls, and heart they have exercised with covetous practices, cursed children, which have forsaken the right way, and are gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Bozor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness, but was rebuked for his iniquity. The dumb ass, speaking with the man's voice, forbade the madness of the prophet. These are wells without water, clouds that are carried with a tempest, to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through much wantonness, those that were clean escaped from them who live in error. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption, for of whom a man is overcome, of the same as he brought in bondage. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than, after they have known it, to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it has happened unto them, according to the true proverb, The dog is turned to his own vomit again, and the sow that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. Our reading in Psalms for November 28th is Psalm 119, 113-128. Samick I hate vain thoughts. But thy law do I love. Thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope in thy word. Depart from me, ye evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of my God. Uphold me according to thy word that I may live. And let me not be ashamed of my hope. Hold thou me up, and I shall be safe. And I will have respect unto thy statutes continually. Thou hast trodden down all them that err from thy statutes. For their deceit is falsehood. Thou puttest away all the wicked of the earth like dross. Therefore I love thy testimonies. My flesh trembleth for fear of thee, and I am afraid of thy judgments. Aion. I have done judgment and justice. Leave me not to mine oppressors. Be surety for thy servant for good. Let not the proud oppress me. Mine eyes fail for thy salvation, and for the word of thy righteousness. Deal with thy servant according unto thy mercy, and teach me thy statutes. I am thy servant. Give me understanding, that I may know thy testimonies. It is time for thee, Lord, to work, for they have made void thy law. Therefore, I love thy commandments above gold, yea, above fine gold. Therefore, I esteem all thy precepts concerning all things to be right, and I hate every false way. And our reading in Proverbs for November 28th is Proverbs 28:19 and 20. He that tilleth his land shall have plenty of bread, but he that followeth after vain persons shall have poverty enough. A faithful man shall abound with blessings, but he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. Okay, that's all of that for the 28th. Okay, y'all, let's do our 30-second meditation. Today's prayer is on Joshua twenty-four fifteen, which says, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So hit the 30 second back button on your podcast player a few times and meditate with me for a little while on picking sides cause prayer is the heavy artillery in the armor of God. So if you're ready, let's go. Father God, ever since the Garden of Eden, Satan has waged a war against you for the worship that is rightly yours in which your children are both victims and prize and in which his best tactic is forced conformity to his world system. Fortunately, it's a war he's already lost, for no one can pluck your sheep from your hand. Thank you for your salvation, Lord. And though we dwell in a world of false gods, we hereby swear to serve you, and ask that you use us to reach this lost and idolatrous generation. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, that's all the Bible-yalling I got for you tonight. Thank you, Father, for letting us study your word and for the gift of salvation through your son, Jesus Christ. Please bless and keep everybody listening and let this podcast be helpful to them somehow. Amen. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Google CastBox, and Facebook. If you like Bible Y'all and you want to support it, best thing y'all can do is to pray for me and Bible Y'all Squaw and all our friends and family. And if you got any prayer requests, email them to BibleY'allPodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, just go on out and try to make the world a better place. And if you ain't going to do that, just don't make it any worse. Thanks, everybody, and God bless y'all. Hey, Bible, y'all. Thou art weighed in the balance. Thou art weighed in the balances. Blah, 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 blah. Thou art weighed in the balances and found wanting. Nope, still wrong.